This is the Violent Professional Podcast brought to you by AriesClothing.com. What up, yo? I'm Trinity. Is that really your name? It's my real name, not just my stripper name on the weekends. Like, I know you catch me at Cheetahs. No. <laughs> so your parents named you Trinity. Yeah. What's the story behind that? Well, mom liked the name Trinity. She thought she was having a girl. She had a boy, and she just kept the name. Just one of them things. Interesting. So you had a funny story about man buns and stuff, so that kind of got me rolling with the topic of the decline of masculinity. And yeah. I know a lot of people are going to have probably have some broad opinions on this one but yeah let's go ahead and skinny share, jeans share and man your, buns share your story on, on the on your man bun experience if so you're wearing a heavy. flannel and you can't start a chainsaw refigure out your life <laughs> amen so i have like one like i do tandems i'm a tandem instructor for skydiving and i have a, like one standard of a student that i will not take i'll take the heavies i will take like the like people that are special needs because it's awesome like they appreciate that kind of thing um but I have one standard of a student I will not take, and that is a, a dude with a man bun <laughs> that's wearing a flannel and has got some skinny jeans and doesn't know how to start a chainsaw. Elaborate. And, well, I've I've taken at least five man buns that I know of in my career because I counted. <laughs> <laughs> you can count to five, yes. <laughs> but I've done like, you know, 6,000 tandems or something, but... Uh, the five that had man buns all gave me problems. And I noticed the trend early on. The first one, he wouldn't put a shirt on. I got the, I'm mean, like, got the hardness. I'm like, put a shirt on. Paul James, which you know, is like, you're taking him anyway. And I'm like, I don't want to take him. He won't put a shirt on. He's like, put a harness on him. So I take him, ringworm. I end up with ringworm because <laughs> the guy wouldn't put a shirt on. Okay. That's strike one against man buns. Okay. And besides that, like he, his body position and things, I like, we, you know, we give him credit for that because it's the first skydive. We don't like harass him for that. You know, like that's the thing. Second, third man bun, cutaway, cutaway, lying over, trying to kill me. I'm over it. <laughs> so like I have the standard, but I'm not going to take the man bun. Everybody knows that that I work with. One day I walk in, my buddy Andrew's standing there with a dude in a harness. He's like, that's your student. And I'm like, fuck you. That ain't my student. You're taking that guy. He know, and he knows, and he's like, why? His girlfriend's standing there, but he's kind of playing it up because he knows how I'm going to react. Like, he's got a man bun, dude. He's going to try to kill me. Fuck him. And his girlfriend just starts laughing, just like loses it. And I'm like, you're my student. And I get her ready, and we get in the plane. We land. On the way back to the drop zone, I look over to my buddy. We're like, parachutes over the shoulder. And he's like, uh, fuck you and your man buns. I'm like, why? What happened, Andrew? motherfucker tried to kill me <laughs> well did you ask him has he like can he start a chainsaw has he drug a deer out of the woods like, <laughs> like those are the exceptions to the rules right like if it's a dude that, that like he hasn't has a masculinity beat the hell out of him like like to made to feel like put on some skinny jeans and grow a beard to feel like a dude and like put your hair in a bun i think that's like a social thing though <laughs> there should be like uh boxes that you have to check on um, when you uh when you come in and sign all your paperwork and all that kind of shit. I don't know, man. I have a standard. <laughs> and that's it. Like, I will take all the heavies, all the disabled. We're, we're going to do just fine. <laughs> you so, know so besides, I mean? besides the man buns, what, what's the most unique uh, I guess, story that you've had uh, while doing tandems? I mean, it depends on, like, what moves you as an individual or, like, just funny stuff. Like, Anything. what moves me is, like, I've taken people with MS or, like, disabilities yeah. or, like, because, like, I've taken repeat people that come back and, like, 
the only time their disabilities don't matter to them is when they're in free fall. And that's amazing, you know? That's cool, man. You know, like, and, and to be a part of that is something special, you know? And like, you, I think about those people and older people that, that are like, or physically disabled people that don't have the ability to do what we do yeah. every day because we can run out of landing, we can flare, we can, you know, we're pretty heads up on things, but like, there's people that can't do that physically. So those jumps are special to me. And then, of course, there's like me and my wife got married in a plane. Oh, cool. On the plane. And then on the, and then, you know, landed as a couple. So those kind of jumps too are pretty, you know, it's pretty awesome, man. <laughs> like, That's rad. So it depends on the level of like what that means to you. Like today we had some sick jumps, you know, like seeing you guys', guys were, last jump today, you know, and then you guys Elliot turning the flyby. Yeah, it was good. It was you guys good were turning Bernie. Yeah, dude, Elliot doing that flyby. Yeah. So we landed. That was awesome. Happy Which brings day. us to the after party and hanging out and like. Yeah, dude, no, we've had a rad time here. Looking at the stars. We're going to be coming back. We'll come <laughs> you guys, back. You guys uh, know September. about dimethyltryptamine? Heard of it. What yeah. is it? DMT. We were talking about it. DMT. I'm not familiar with it. Made no. famous by Joe Rogan. I don't know if it was famous. Well, he, ta- he talked about it. <laughs> After him or who was already in play. Yeah. <laughs> so explain. What, what is it? Uh, it's a natural chemical found in your brain and released naturally in your life in your penile gland. Twice naturally in your life when you're born and when you die or if you're pregnant and you give birth. So maybe three times if you're a woman. Because you yeah. feel the rush through the placenta when the when the newborn is being born. My mind is being fucking blown. <laughs> Science. And, no, uh, I've never heard of it. And uh, like the Buddhists call it the spirit molecule. Yeah. Um, when DMT rushes through your body when you're born and when you die, when you die, they have measured the body and it actually weighs different. And the only thing different is the rush and, and the synaptic firing of the DMT in your brain. The body weighs different. Your spirit leaves. It's like uh, <laughs> the fuck. Yeah, man. Joe Rogan talks about this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, like every <laughs> okay. Like so every the fucking episode. Oh, I never listened. I never heard of Joe Rogan you podcast. Before? Oh yeah, that's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting to. It was it was maybe maybe you guys. <laughs> so do you I'm, smoke I, it? I'm no, I don't have. I'm not saying I'm Robert. <laughs> <laughs> It's something that you guys should definitely look into. And if given the opportunity, you should take three deep breaths and fucking hold them. And, uh, <laughs> three deep breaths. Where's my pen? Transport world. Well, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. I mean, when I very first was introduced to it, it was my buddies that were extracting it from like mimosa hostilis. It's the root, the red root that you can get, the stuff that they mix with ayahuasca. And you can extract it. And it's a different form of the stuff that they take from the bark that's a tree and they can extract it. And it's a different form from the Bufo Alvarius toad from uh, Arizona, the, uh, the Sonoma Desert toad. And it's a different form, 5 Mayo DMT. Each of those you dry up into a crystal and you smoke them like a crystal. But you want to take three deep breaths and hold them and fucking astral project into the next dimension, man. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> So, I, like you guys said, like, when we started this, like, we could go anywhere. Yeah. And I already had that in mind. Yeah. So, what's the other thing that you mentioned? Because I think I had a buddy that went down to, like, South America on, like, some kind of, like, retreat. Ayahuasca. That. Yeah. He said that shit changed his life, dude. So, ayahuasca is, like, it's mixed with a mayo inhibitor. And the, and the tribal men figured it out that, like, they can mix it with something that reduces your tolerance to the actual effects of the DMT. And so it's from the Momosa hostilis. They take it from the vine and you ingest it, which makes for a longer lasting effect if you work and fight for that spiritual connection, you know, cause you have to vomit and there's like a purging. It's kind of like peyote. Um, 
but like peyote's different. So like, well, from what I've understood from the hallucinogenic culture that I've been in, involved with and like involving in this aspect is like peyote is grandfather and ayahuasca is grandmother. So they both have the same kind of effects when you drink them, like the, the purging and stuff and then like getting down to the, the root of the soul and stuff like that. But uh, like grandfather is more like in your face, like peyote is more like gets a hold of you and like, whereas ayahuasca's more like of a like a meditative putting yourself in and like thinking about what you need from it whereas grandfather like grabs a hold of you and shakes the change out of your pocket all of that (laughs) all of that sounds inviting except for the purging part so the dmt part that we're smoking doesn't have any of the purging and the effects only last like five minutes so basically you'd be on your lunch break decide to blast off to another universe smoke it and then like be normal absolutely in 10 minutes and be back to your cognitive eye functioning self but had the most astounding i can't believe you haven't heard of this shit no i love it a fucking box dude so uh now i mean when i started it was like in the condensed form it looked like a crystal looked like some drug some meth type of shit and you had to smoke it like that it looked terrible and i hate meth grew up in the fucking meth household mom was leaving like at 14 lines of shit like clean the house sell this for whoever beat that went to college went found like i put my life together you know what i mean and then found this later at a low time when i needed to know some answers and that's the way it comes you know like when you're ready for those answers but it was still crackheadish when you smoked it then nowadays we got it in a pen cartridge like your vapor like your fucking mm-hmm. you know your concentrates oh, for, for weed and it looks just like that and you put it on the same pen and you take three deep breaths of that shit and it'll set you straight. <laughs> and it is less abrasive. Like when you, before you had to smoke it, you smelled, felt like a crackhead and like you had to fire, you know, fire it up the glass or something and like fucking hit it like a crackhead. It sucked because it was something so beautiful that it felt like you're defiling it by smoking it like that. <laughs> and now it's in this pen where you can just take three drags off of it and set it down and just like, get right with your life and it's fucking amazing it's absolutely amazing so, how come i haven't never heard of this shit <laughs> i don't know man. i don't know <laughs> i never heard of white claw either until you mentioned it well you've, you've heard of licking toads and stuff back I've in the day that. and stuff yeah. like That's well they it, yeah. basically weren't licking them there's these glands behind the bufo alvaris where you squeeze them onto a glass it's like a pimple and it squirts out and you let that dry and it dries like a crystal and you smoke it <laughs> What I want to know what how that was found. Who the fuck's doing that? I think it was they were Hopi, the Hopi Indians, yeah. right? Huh. I don't know. So it has a therapeutic, and that's why you started it because you were in a low life or low low part of your life. Your low life that was a part of a low life situation, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's but part the, of the podcast. The like only thing that talk shit the only thing that ever gave me hope, man, was like hallucinogenics in my life. I like raised in from like. Uh, like junior high, I was being molested by the sheriff next door. Fucking bam. Happened for a long time. Fucking, he was giving me drugs to keep me quiet. Like fucking, you know, like saying he's going to shoot my mom and stuff. And like, and she's selling dope next door. And like, he's like watching us. It was fucking weird upbringing. My testimony put that cop behind bars. He did fucking eight years and I fucking did my time for whatever I got busted for. Uh, fucking, uh, is a juvenile. All my felonies were juvenile. I put my life together and I'm 25. I went to college and put my whole life together. That's awesome. Like, you know, like rebuilt everything. And one of the main ingredients for feeling like anything I had, w- which was worth giving this world was dimethyltryptamine. 
it fucking set me around back to the light and it turned me away from fucking feeling like life was ultimately darkness and nothing uh. mattered. And that's why I wanted to bring that up. You know, especially when I hear you guys right here doing a podcast. I'm like, I, I got some shit to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I got a pretty, you know, interesting fucking shake of things. You know, I had the fucking change shook out of my pockets many times, you know. And uh all I'm trying to do now is make smiles for miles and fucking make people happy and like show them that there's a better place and like take people that don't have our abilities on skydives and like. You saw me today. I have like Jesus, like buddy Jesus from Dogma on a GoPro mount. And I'm like <laughs> taking him on speed flights and like, and like, that was awesome. And man. like skydives and stuff. That is a mockery of religion, but kind of because spirituality is where I found the key. And I've usually found that in some of the, the higher speaking hallucinogens in my life that have led me to fucking a higher connectivity to all of us. What's the gnarliest one you've taken? DMT, man. DMT? It, like, that's, that's it. I don't want to do it. anything else. Yeah. And I only want to do that when it's necessary. So, like, it curbed the enthusiasm for every other illicit activity besides being cognitive and in tune with fucking how we connect as people and fucking being a part of the same culture and not being a shitbag, <laughs> which is fucking key. <laughs> in this day and age, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of shitbags that have been demasculated. And they're running around with man buns. And you can't take them on fucking tandems because they're trying to fucking kill you. <laughs> right? High fives all around. Fucking over man. a trip, like what a DMT trip is like. It depends on the individual. You, you should look it up on YouTube and like everybody's kind of like similar, but. So there's levels. I'm going to tell you right now. There's levels to this shit. The first time I did it. I went beyond like anybody that was like extracting it around me that actually put me on it. Or, like they call it the curtain. You get to this curtain. It's like colors and geometry and you can dictate how the geometry moves by looking at it and it unlocks and it fucking opens like a stage curtain. And then you're in that dome. It's like Alex Gray, like a painting with the fucking triangles and the eyes. And then there was like the multifaceted head with all the arms like Gaia, the earth, and the dome is like the energy field around it. And she is organizing all the life that comes in and out of it. And then you look at an eye over there, it's, it's like clicking on a window. It comes over to you. It's a consciousness. It's a being. You have a whole conversation within like three seconds. And then it goes away. You can bring this. Con and it's like people and beings you've known your whole fucking existence. It's crazy. It all happens really quick. <laughs> and then they figure out you're there ahead of schedule. And then they put you in a waiting room. And it's like quiet and there's no faces and then you like open your eyes and you're like in your fucking living room like where the fuck have i been just for like a fucking eternity it feels like the longest trip you've ever had on mushrooms or anything and it's only you look at the clock and it's only been five minutes and you feel like you left like a whole fucking three lifetimes of information give to you from like everyone you've ever known in existence <laughs> and that is the is deepest that as i've ever gone past the curtain so a but before that there is a lot of like connectivity and there's a lot of colors and things that are happening in geometry and it almost seems like there's people like, like consciousness is right behind those things kind of puppetrying the things in front of you to see how you react to see if you can see them giving you a show to get you to the curtain mind blown dude so like with dmt it's like is there a better quality than the other kind I don't of weed know that. no i don't know that at all i i mean there's a the taste difference in the like 
mimosa hostilis extraction versus the bark extraction versus the, the five mayo from the bufo alvarius toad versus the pen tastes amazing and is less chemically and you can take big hits and not fucking die oh so where, you where everything extracted no i mean like like not die but like it feels like you're dying because the chemically taste of like smoking it is horrible it's fucking horrible in the extracted form but in the pen these new pens like it tastes amazing you can take three fucking big hits and not like like cough your lungs out and feel like you're being asphyxiated in a like you know like some kind of army test in a gas chamber like here fucking take your mask off and they throw in the shit and you fucking have to so like my brain automatically (laughs) goes to has this been studied and are there long-term health effects like negative effects on your health with taking this i mean it sounds super interesting have you have you read any literature heard any i've just been watching videos on it rogan and i've done it huh have you noticed any negativity as far as like on, on, on your health absolutely not i saw you running across the airfield today you look like your cardio was sucking dude i quit smoking <laughs> cigarettes two weeks ago oh, i've sure. been a hardcore fucking smoker every day at least a pack of rollies and shit why'd you stop <clears throat> because i want to live longer and it's not you can start smelling it people and things and i'm a tanner instructor so i know every time i take a break and i smoke and i come back like now that I smell my passengers, I'm like, ah, oh, that's the fucking ride I was giving people. They're yeah, they can yeah. smell the vodka from last night and the cigarettes, which is <laughs> so fucking terrible. I used to smoke, and like when I stopped, you would smell, yeah, other people exactly. And they smell like fucking shit. Dude. Yeah, when they smoke, exactly, they smell like asshole, and that's what yeah. you, I used to smell like. You know what I mean? When I yeah. smoked, and I just got back from the dentist, and they grafted all this shit, and they did a bunch of stuff, and they're like, stop smoking. And then after the surgery, it was smoked for like three weeks. And I was like, you know, fucking all this dentist work, all this money in my life. I got three kids already, you know, like 17 and then 20 and 23. I got three grandkids. I'm fucking 38. (laughs) I had my first kid when I was 14 years old. Like, I've lived a fucking rough life, man. Damn. I've been, I was on Montel. Damn. And fucking Dateline because I was charged, I was charged as a fucking adult for having consensual sex at 14 with a girl that was 15 you were on montel yeah we had had a kid we had a kid with consensual sex right i was 14 she was 15 and they charged us both with lewd and lascivious conduct with the minor which is a sexual felony like some sexual predation shit so we had to get lawyers and we got to drop down to fornication which is any unmarried couple living together having sex is against the law in idaho i had to do seven fucking years of probation and fucking pay all these court fines and do a bunch of community service for having fucking sex and having my first kid at fucking 14 years old <laughs> fucking dmt dude yeah turn that all around man oh shit right you still have so, contact with all of them absolutely that's cool man my oldest has done some skydives he's got a couple fucking uh, static lines under his belt. He dives with me. Like, we go fucking dive for gooey ducks and stuff. He's like a surface supplied air scuba diver. So, are you Patty certified? Oh, I'm Patty. I'm, uh, SDI and I'm surface supplied air Kirby Morgan mask certified for surface supplied. I fucking do it for my other job. Like, I scuba dive and skydive for a living. I fucking surface supplied air scuba dive for the Puyallup tribe of Indians. I'm a registered member and I fucking dive for them to harvest gooey ducks. 
What's a gooey duck? It's a horse <laughs> cock clam. It looks like the most phallic clam you've ever seen. All right, hold on. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, Google this, this shit. shit. No, yeah. it's like a fucking clam. It's it looks small. like a Johnson. Clam, like the clam is huge. It's like that can't fucking fit in here. What's up? Can I get one of these? I, I don't, don't want to run right. away. I like. I don't want to run away. Do we got any more? We can, we can pause. Yeah, they were out in front of the. They had a case of that over at yeah. the hangar. Oh, I didn't mean it had to be one of those. I mean, it could be. We we'll grab one of these. Yeah. You promise? Yeah, it's in the cooler. <laughs> I have that one. Tag? No, that's his. Uh, gooey duck. I, I just don't want to disconnect. <laughs> Fucking, what's so a gooey duck jokes. look like? I it, got you recording. It looks like a giant dick with a uh, <laughs> uncircumcised dick with a clam wrapped around it. Holy fuck, dude. Check out this picture. Fuck that. She needs this. <laughs> She needs a deep throw of that. Sorry, I took Dude, one of your white gloves. Look at that. She needs a deep throw of that shit. That is about a fucking. That is about a, a five pounder. A five pounder. So when we die for these, uh, they're they're probably between for us on the native side, uh, eleven to fifteen bucks a pound. Sometimes up to twenty six dollars a pound on the Chinese market during Chinese New Year. Because they're like lobsters. We ship them over live. They put them in a tank. They put a rubber band around the shell. And you walk into like, you know, the, the Vegas casino lounge and you look at the fucking lobster. And you're like, I want to eat that one. It's basically the same thing for upper middle class. What does it taste like? It tastes like the sweetest fucking clam you've ever had in your life. Well, Have you ever had clam married, strips? Buddy. Have you ever had battered clam, clam strips from anywhere? Yeah. They're probably gooey duck. Yeah. So the middle parts, it's right? Horrendous the, it's disgusting looking. The middle parts right around the shell. Are like really tender. You could like what we do, like to prepare them on the boat, like blanch them, hot water. You boil them for a second. You peel the skin off of them, and then you slice them thin, like ceviche. And you just put them in soy sauce, a little bit of hot sauce, and eat them like that raw. Or you could boil them up a little longer, put them in some chowder. But the pieces right next to the shell are like the softest. They're like really nice and tender. But as the closer to the get to the tip, it's more chewy. <laughs> There's a gooey duck song on on YouTube. All right, why don't we get off Bluetooth? <laughs> They're tasty, man. The gooey duck song. The king of clams. <laughs> yeah. Dig a duck, dig a duck, Please don't look that up. I don't want to be fucking harvesting these things and thinking about somebody fucking deep throating and shit. Look, it's bad enough. This is kind of how I describe my job to people. Hold on. Well, well, watch. There's a black chick plucking her eyebrows. <laughs> All right, another yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this is how I explain it. Anyways, if you don't right? know what a gooey duck is, go online and. This is how I explain looking for them on the bottom of the ocean. In most of our free time doing tandems, we're running around the bars and shit, and we're hoping that when we put our fingers back behind a skirt, we don't come up with a Johnson. When I'm down on the bottom of the ocean looking for gooey ducks, there's these little holes in the divots in the bottom of the sand. <laughs> and I put my fingers in that hole and I hope to God I come up with a Johnson. 
<laughs> so constantly in my other job, I'm checking for trannies and hoping I come up with the big one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good analogy, dude. Dude, it's totally like that. There's no visibility. You're drunk as shit on the bottom. You know, it's like the, 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 the parenthetical, like the parallels. At night, you're drunk as shit. You're looking for a, your tran. You're like looking, look, checking for trannies just to make sure you can get a blowjob. You know, and it be okay. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and then in the water, you're blind because the fucking soot and the like the, the silt from because we have a pressure washer in one hand and it's like blasting the sand so you can dig them out. And so like the visibility is shit, especially in the Puget Sound. So you can't see shit. Kind of like you're drunk, just stumbling around, putting your fingers in holes. And, and during the day, I'm hoping I fucking come up with a Johnson because it's a gooey duck. But at night, I'm hoping it's just a sweet honey hole. <laughs> What's the biggest gooey duck you've, you've harvested? I don't know, man. Uh, got some pictures. We don't really weigh them individually. Like they're in like milk crates. And then like, show me with your hands. Like how big? See, the thing is, <laughs> is when you dig them out, they're like stretched out. So I'll be shoulder deep on the bottom of the floor, body laid out on the bottom with the pressure washer in the hole and I can't reach the bottom of the shell to get the fucker out. And so I'm blasting and trying to move the wand around to kind of to, to break him loose. And once I bust him out, that fucking shaft shrinks just like when your dick gets cold in the winter and they can, can retract it all the way down. <laughs> so how they look when you pull them out of the fucking mud is totally different from how you feel them when you dig them out of the fucking mud because I'm like head deep, like I can't even reach the bottom of the shell, but I can manage to bust them loose and then they come up and they're just, it's like I was arm deep for something that won't even reach my forearm now. You see what I'm saying? Like they, they, they're deep. <laughs> Gooey duck. My mind has been blown tonight, dude. Gooey duck and DMT. Two things yeah. I've never even heard of. We're at the bottom of the ocean, just like violently trying to pull out these fucking horse cocks of the mud and put them in your bag. So that's another, like, whatever, how many dollars a pound. And we're professionals. Fucking gooey duck wranglers, man. <laughs> Violent professionals. <laughs> it's not a fucking, like, like PC environment we work in, right? right? No. We're pushing people out of planes. We're fighting cocks out of the mud in the bottom of the fucking ocean. <laughs> up and down, up and down. Nuts to butts all day. Nuts and, nuts. and fucking dicks in my hand in the ocean. <laughs> you have some pretty cool fucking jobs, dude. I don't know, man. It sounds pretty horrible for when you say it like that. <laughs> it's pretty rad, though. It's a good life. And to turn all that other bullshit around with a little help from DMT. DMT. Yeah. This episode yep. brought to you by DMT. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that'd be pretty cool. I'll just, I'll just put title. If we could have canopies that, that just said like DMT yeah. on them when they open. Just and a stuff. white canopy yeah, just that like, says DMT. DMT. So, oh, that motherfucker gets it. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> on the ground looking at it. So what are some stories of some other people that you you know um, that, that's helped change or turn their, their lives around through, through DMT? I don't know, man. My journey's my own. I can't speak on anybody else's, but I can guarantee that everybody else I put up on game. <laughs> two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> you know, but it depends on like your intentions with it too. Cause it can just be about colors and things just like mushrooms can be, but you can get introspective and turn the light inside yourself and fucking, 
and try so to So you just have to go that. into it open-minded? Yeah. And not really expecting anything? Yeah. Or your intentions of it. Are you going into it to intentionally alter your perception to see colors and disco lights and party? Or are you, go, are you doing it because you have some fucking questions about yourself that you're looking for and intentionally like trying to fucking better yourself? You know, like there's different intentions in like when you, you take those breaths. And I have noticed a difference in when I take those breaths on what my intentions are, the type of experience I have. And it's better to be humble and thankful and fucking grateful for every lesson we get and to definitely enter that mind space thinking the same, you know, because if you're just like, oh, like we're at a party, let's just do this or whatever. It's not going to be the fucking experience you're looking for, you know, just like mushrooms. Like they tell you, like there's a warnings there, too. Like you want to be in the right mind state with the right people and you want to fucking do it for the right reasons, you know, sometimes to grieve, which has helped me a lot. The last couple of years, I've lost a lot of people and, uh, and mushrooms have helped me really reorganize my brain around like the loss. And I've taken them heavily around that loss period in order to deal with that. And it is, you know, only then, cause I have a job, I have like things to do, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like it's not like every day, like the things I'm talking about are like every day thing. It's like right. just when, when, when you find that space and that time to clear your head and you have the time to deal with those things, it's a good way to not compartmentalize, but actually bring those to the surface and confront them with a fucking full on headbutt. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way of fucking putting it. Dude. Yeah. It's good because that's the only way that these things should be used right and that's the only reason they should be it's not like some fucking continuous party that never ends that's not the fucking thing it's like we only do these things because like we have to get right in order to maintain and like pay the fucking bills next month and to keep continuing on with the continuing on because that shit gets hard sometimes the monotony of the fucking machine and fucking performing and then like all this other shit that's ever happened like it's it's hard to fucking balance all those things, but... So I wonder, like, so, like, with marijuana, for a long time, it's had that negative uh, stigma on it. You know, it was the, uh, it was taboo, yeah. you know, if you were to smoke it. Now, there's science backing it, saying that, you know, when you use medicinally, it can, it can help with numerous things. Yeah. Um, it's changed my life. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, like... Hey, man, I, I told you I stopped drinking because, cause I was, like, I was super into drinking all the time like i still drink but it was like it was taking over my fucking life yeah yeah and then anxiety and fucking everything. and then i started doing cbd and then started doing edibles smoking and i just do edibles and shit. yeah changed a lot. i would be in a much different place if i wasn't it. so crime that it, even a crime so i'm just wondering that. if dmt Absolutely. is going to be and of course i think i don't I don't know enough about it, but I would say well, they're already more. making psilocybin mushrooms legal in several states Colorado. and they're pushing for that because it actually rebuilds the fucking neural network in your fucking neural pass where the synaptic gaps, synaptic gaps fire, repass all those things and it reroutes it around the trauma. So it, they've proven in science that the things that I'm talking about are real and it is like, help me because that's where I'm at, you know, <laughs> but it's cool to see the science actually backing up what I'm talking about and been telling people about because there's so many stigmatisms against it. So you can, it, just you can like definitely marijuana. see a medicinal side of it. That's what it is. If you're not doing it for medicine, like I said, and you're not doing it to internally, introspectively go inside yourself to figure out how you could be the best you, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Just like big pharma would hate that dude. 
Oh, big farming. Even with like they CBD, do. man, they're totally fighting to all that down. They're yep. never gonna want that to be the thing. But and if, they, and if it would more be, more they're gonna take it and they're gonna fucking bastardize it to the point that it's not even gonna be the curtain. It will be lights and fucking colors, and they won't. They will. They'll hold us for, away from the fucking getting past the curtain part, which is what I've seen in the effect from the mimosa hostilis, from the bark, and and from the toad. These new pen things. You have to work harder to get to that point of enlightenment because it is a lot of colors and things, and it's genetically in it. It's like it's engineered to give you the party, but not the introspective. And they're kind of already leaning that way towards how it's being made, which is terrible because I've gotten closer, closer to the curtain and past the curtain on the harsher ways to smoke it, which is the rough extractions from your friends that are like legit, you know, college chemists. Just helping you out because <laughs> they're totally interested in the same research you know intro space interspace and rather than outer space and i think a lot of people have been on that trip for a long time as owsley or leary or anybody could tell you it all started from a simple bike ride <laughs> not familiar with that cool <laughs> i'm just putting you up on mass game <laughs> cheers to that man <laughs> The first bike ride on acid. Google that shit. Where it's like, holy shit, this is amazing. Everybody should do this and ride bikes. Because it's changing my life. No and then shit. the 60s. <laughs> our parents. Yeah. So our parents. Some of our parents' parents. Nowadays. Yeah, man. It's crazy to say all this shit on recording because... It's different when you're around the bonfire talking like this with your homies, you yeah, know, yeah. but... That's why I got this yeah. set up, because it's like I wanted to... Uh, I got this... Capture footer. some of that. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool, man. That's pretty can, rad. The idea is like, there's so many conversations... Where are we at? Where we connect, you know? It's yeah, important. Like, there's so many conversations that people have out in wherever, where like, you could have this in your pocket, just everybody hit play or record, and then you just, you just have a mic and everybody's just talking. Just like today, we were, we were running out, we ran out to Walmart... To grab some supplies, and uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about AIDS. We're talking about AIDS and how everybody's got them. How, how or uh, how it how it came to be, right? And of course, I guarantee you, just type in AIDS on Google, and it would fucking tell you how and when and all that stuff. But I like to think outside the box and come up with my own theory about it. And my theory was it was some gay dude that worked at a fucking zoo. Decided to get stupid with a, a chimpanzee. Dude, that's not basically the first time. Story. That's basically the fucking cliche oh, really? story. Oh, yeah. I'm a yeah. fucking yeah. genius. It, 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 didn't, it didn't exist before the 80s. Whatever, ah. 70s or some shit? <laughs> when the fuck is, that's the up, story they told all the no kids. No fucking shit. They like, that's what they're thinking. How did, how did AIDS start? <laughs> this dude fucks a monkey. Not true. None of that is true. It all started from Magic Johnson. <laughs> just Magic Johnson and Larry I'm Bird playing, fuck. How did... <laughs> Magic Johnson and Larry Bird fuck and then there's AIDS <laughs> oh god I can't get that visual out of my head now <laughs> god damn it two of my basketball heroes as a kid are defiled now your, your childhood's destroyed it's like saying uh, Wayne Gretzky and fucking Joe Montana were making out check this out guys <laughs> alright so key points HIV crossed from chimps to humans in the 1920s in what is now the Democratic Republic of Congo. 
This was probably as a result of chimps carrying the. That's Wikipedia. Simeon, that's like, 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 like anybody can update those sources. Like, that's probably my cousin Simeon, on there fucking talking shit. Immune deficiency virus. You gotta check SIV. the goddamn sources, man. That's Wikipedia shit. Does not cut it. It's not real. The science. origin of HIV has been a subject of scientific research and debate since the virus was identified in the 1980s. There is now a wealth of evidence. Blah blah blah. Um, the link. SIV. So the simian immune deficiency virus attacks the immune system of monkeys and apes. So 1920s. That's terrible. Those poor apes. Yeah. They're just sitting just there. Just getting that monkey pussy. God, that's terrible. <laughs> it's so fucking horrible. Monkey asshole. Oh, shit. There's a gay dude named Brock or Thad. <laughs> not in the Congo. Like, that's It's not- <laughs> terrible. How are you going to fucking... How are you going to tie down a silverback gorilla and get in there? Like, how does that even happen? They could rip maybe, your whole fucking head off. Maybe the silverback gorilla tied down the dude he gave it Oh, to. yeah. He was like, yeah, it was like fucking rape time. <laughs> we hear all the Sasquatch stories. Piece. It was like, the Sasquatch ran right by me and just grabbed my girlfriend. It's <laughs> probably some Greenpeace guy over there on a mission or something like that. You're fucking raped by a monkey. <laughs> Which one? The, the South monkey. How do, I don't even know how that theme sounds. Kind of Australian, right? Sort of. It's more ghetto. You gotta like, you gotta like, <laughs> it's more capey. It yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> the <laughs> the ca- Cape Town ghetto. <laughs> AIDS. Love those motherfuckers. <laughs> I do. You should watch it. You ever see it? You've been, you've had your mind fucking flipped tonight. You ever watched, do you know who Dan Order is? Die Antwort? Uh, look, look up the videos. Die Antwort. Let me find you one. Cookie? What's that one? Cookie, Cookie Thumper is alright. Cookie Thumper? Just die. Find you die Antwort? <laughs> How would you say it like that? I've never heard it said like that. That chick so... says it like that. No, it's, yo, Landy though, she got yo, that, Landy. she got that other voice, but <laughs> he said it in German. <laughs> this is my favorite. This is my favorite one. This is my favorite jam of theirs. Watch the video. It's fu- they're always fucking weird, dude. <laughs> if it works. If my reception doesn't suck balls. What song is that? Fuckilinias. Oh. <laughs> you heard that one? There's no sound. I got hooked on, uh, when I found out about them, I was just watching all their videos. It was like, what the fuck? You're we sitting in uh, the team house, just watching the videos. We were supposed weird. to have like a minute. <laughs> look at this shit. Put it up on the big screen. What's Pachamisa? Raw fucking bass. <laughs> Fuck. Press the home button. Did you see? <coughs> fucking creepy. Dude. They came from nothing from South Africa. And we're talking about them here in a podcast yeah, in yeah. Washington. And like, some of us are fans, some of us ain't. But like, I mean, it depends on if you respect the hustle, I guess, man. Because I don't think he's ever been dis- demasculized. He's never had a man bun. He might still have a rat tail. But man, man, his his mouth has two rat tails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's ghetto as fuck, and he likes it, man. That's what he's fucking trying to sell, and it works. It works for sure because for he lived that life, sex. man. He lived that life for hot bum sex. Look at that. Yeah, he's like a monkey with a giant. This uh, is this is DJ High Tech. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. <laughs> All that shit. That ain't hip-hop. I don't know what is, man. You know? If you're not fucking putting your ghetto out there and hanging out your fucking your beatbox <laughs> your skills and shit. Blown. This is what I fucking... I love this. You're just like, DMT? 
Diane Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love film. I'm kind of a fan though, like of that shit. Yeah, that's not even fucking music. Oh, absolutely, it is, man. No, it's cool. <laughs> Watch a few more. <laughs> yeah, the one that where they make fun of Lady Gaga is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was the hyenas and the fucking lions yeah. And shit. She's yeah. wearing her meat dress in South Africa and tries to walk down the street and hyenas get her and shit. It's fucking hilarious, man. Damn. So they. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga wanted them in a fucking video, and they basically made a music video to say, fuck you. And they fucking mocked the shit out of her, man. It's so rad. Like, they, they don't give a fuck. They're straight like Cypress Hill of fucking what are they South called? Africa. Die Antwoord, which means the answer in South African. <laughs> Stupid, right, right up your alley, dude, with all the fucking Satanist shit. Oh, that's fucked up, man. My brother, well, when I showed him, he's like... Oh, they're all about Satan and shit. No. It's like, how the fuck do you see that? No, like, I see I, some hip hop kids no. doing fucking hip hop shit. What I'm saying, he Spell likes weird out. shit. D I E space A N T W O O R D. Ant word. What the I'm, answer. What I'm saying is, he likes weird shit. Like, a lot of the stuff he posts are for, like, shock value and shit. But they're, it, they're very much shock value, you fucking. Not as much as fucking like Eminem was back when he dropped the fucking Pill Popper album yeah, about you, his mom. Look, that shit was the most shock value shit ever. And they're back, not even saying anything close to what he fucking said in any of those albums. Either fucking videos, but what I'm saying, like Eminem, you look at nowadays, it's like, what, it's not even a big deal. You know? Exactly. <laughs> what's the, uh, what's, what's the yeah. song called when we make fun of, uh, Lady Gaga? Oh, what is that one? I don't remember what song they have. I know their short video is, is, uh, U-M Shiwam. So it's U-M-S-H-I-N-I and then W-A-M. And there's, it's just like a 15 minute short movie. It's fucking awesome. Thanks a lot for having me, bro. Let get some more beers and hang out. Appreciate the fucking conversation. Yeah, Literally, I don't know how long these things go for y'all normally. Oh, no, they're like thirty to two hours. Oh yeah, yeah. so we're like we're on the verge of one. I'm good yeah, for that. <laughs> Radio listeners all around the world, thank you for tuning in. Later this week, we will have a new update, and it will be fucking super awesome with like maybe dirt bikers and people of science doing science things. <laughs> Later, dude. I love you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, so that was a killer episode. I was not a part of the motherfucker's hilarious. It's ever. So I hope you guys like the episode. Uh, you got anything? Uh, you got anything to throw out? <laughs> oh nope. Uh, DMT. That's it. Um, go check out our Patreon page. You can find us at. Uh, I mean, if you like this kind of shit, if you don't, you, you don't have to. But you can find us at uh, Patreon.com/slash forward slash or back slash whichever way um violent professional patreon.com slash violent professional and you'll find us and can support this podcast um and help us grow in the future you got any way to throw any uh shout outs uh test nope nope don't say i'll cut that out uh nope i'm good to go uh white claw hard seltzer (laughs) (laughs) what kind of hard (laughs) hard claw it's a mango it's mango dude mango white claw Spiked, sparkling. I didn't want to drink beer. So, seltzer. I went white coffee. Good. Hydrate and get a mild buzz. Get my mind blown (laughs) about fucking DMT. Dude went into the fucking science of it, dude. Blew my fucking mind. That's the funny thing about it. You say words I didn't even fucking know. Dude, you listen to, 
you just go back uh, when you get back home and like look at videos of of, of talking about it. It'll bl- I've been watching them for fucking weeks, dude. Like it's fucking insanity, and it's would you there's ever, more too. Would it. you ever try it? I would, but not here. Not not the- like right now in this vape pen. <laughs> no, but like in a at your house. No, no, I wouldn't. Cause uh, in the middle of a forest. No, I will do it when I have somebody that can fuck. Cause you you can't necessarily do it by yourself. You need people to stop you from fucking harming yourself. I guess that's what I've I've witnessed. You want somebody with you when you're doing it. It's not like you're just gonna sit there and fucking take a DMT trip and go. Cause like you said, it seems like it's a fucking three lifetimes. So the big question it's five that minutes. I have is with all the researchers stuff that you've read, listened to. Do you think that it can be beneficial to the veteran community? Absolutely. To some. I haven't done it, but I, just looking at uh, podcasts and like watching YouTube videos from people that have done it. And I think absolutely. I think at least what it would do on an objective standpoint is that it would make you feel like all this shit that everybody gets freaked out about and pissed off matters. It, it, like it would make you f- care less about all the bullshit and the static. Static like paying bills and not have enough money and, you know, whatever. And just knowing that this thing exists, because I haven't done it, but knowing that it exists and talking to people like like him that have done it and experience it and go, it's life-changing and it's only good that you do, like, treat it like medicine. Mm-hmm. Gives me hope mm-hmm. in life, just hearing people that talk about it, you know. What was that other thing mm-hmm. I asked about it? The other thing that I, I told you about, my buddy went down to South America to a retreat. Yeah. Ayahuasca? Yeah. He said that changed his life, too. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's just a long, it's like slow buildup as opposed to DMT, like which is like immediate. getting shot out of a rocket without us. It's immediate. Hmm. That's why a lot of people, like he said, the curtain, it's also called the breakthrough is what people call it. Um, a lot of people don't get there because it's so intense. It's like you take it and it's like, boom, like you're literally getting propelled somewhere else. That's why they call it the spirit molecule, mo- molecule because it feels like being transported through a wormhole or whatever somewhere else. You leave your body. And if you, when you watch the videos, dude, you'll see people sitting there motionless. Like they'll do they'll do videos where like it's where it's like time lapse like, you know, super fast and like people are moving behind and that person's just dead still for 5 minutes and then they go uh, like they come you out. piss hot on it. No, they had, just like any drug test, you gotta you have to test, test for, for the specific thing. Yeah. Huh. Well, I see it in closing. I see it if it if it can be used as a medicinal for medicinal purposes and to help people. Um, as with anything, CBD, marijuana, you know, if it helps them out the right way and it's not abused, then definitely see it being. Yep. Uh, and with that, we're gonna close out. I appreciate you taking over this episode of the Final Professional Podcast. And, uh, yeah, anything in closing? Nope. All right. See you.